Hello, I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It. Today we're going to talk for a few minutes about Jimmy Buffett, which many of us call him the High Priest of Margaritaville. He died September the 1st after a long battle with cancer. I think Jimmy Buffett's divine gift to us is to say, remember each of you, your life is a living song. He didn't just sing, his life was a song. And that really hits home to me because when people ask me to explain, you know, like exactly what do you do in counseling and in your work, I tell them my life's work has been to help people remember their song. I believe each of us comes into our mother's womb as our hearts begin to beat. Each of us has an individual song of purpose. Then we grow for those nine months. We come out into the world with the light and the cold and the heat and noise. And then we enter the world. We slowly, slowly forget our song. We forget our purpose. And our song gets muffled and silenced through our childhood. Challenges, social norms, education, and just life in general. Soon we've forgotten our original song which is our original blessing, but it is still within your heart. My job is to help others remember their song, who they are, what their purpose is, how to listen deeply for your song. Today, let's take a few minutes to talk about the incredible life-giving lessons that Jimmy Buffett left for each of us and for he left this lesson for each of us, desiring residency in Nirvana, a heaven-like place. Buffett called it Margaritaville. My experience with Jimmy Buffett was thrilling. I went to one of his concerts. We sat way up front. It was wonderful. And I asked myself, though, some personal questions as I watched this kind of party begin. Because everybody sits there nice and quiet. Then all of a sudden he starts playing and these people go wild. So I was pretty shocked. And I said, you know, is this about drinking? Is this about partying? Um, you know, what are, what, what's everybody doing? Dancing, singing, drinking in these large groups? I mean, personally, you know, alcohol is not my thing. But I realized Jimmy Buffett symbolized much more than that. Much more than on the surface what I was thinking at that point. I began to explore what was the J Jimmy Buffett, which I call the Jimmy Buffett Phenomenon. He, sells, he says he sells escapism, a mental and physical vacation for a few hours in our busy lives. He said he has fun, and his mission is to invite every one of us, his audience, to have fun along with him. He plays and he creates songs for playfulness. He doesn't take himself seriously. He's authentic. Buffett talks about his mistakes in everything he does. And you know, isn't it interesting, one of the biggest stress reducers as a stress expert that I tell people is laughing and playing and singing, by the way. And that's what he spent his life doing. But what does Margaritaville symbolize? He creates the Mar Margaritaville community. It's a church. It's a neighborhood. Buffett transports each of us to another place of freedom, play, happiness, communion with each other. But Buffett is the high priest of Margaritaville. In everything in his life, he set an example for us. Buffett was a singer, songwriter, a kind of, I don't know, guru priest who was looking at the humdrum lives, all of our humdrum lives that were being lived by millions of Americans. 
He saw this in looking out from the center of his microphone on stage in his never-ending tours. He had compassion for all of us, for all of us that were working these long shifts, two jobs to pay for our little kids. Whatever we were doing, he had compassion for us, and he said, for these two hours you are with me, I am taking you, I'm transporting you to another place. Where is that for you? Where, where and when was the last time? Not on drugs, not with alcohol, but in yourself that you were transported. Was it through a meditation? Was it yoga? Was it in the rainstorm? Was it wind on your face? Was it hugging your puppy or your dog or seeing your beloved? When was the last time you were transported to your own Margaritaville? When fans sang along in the crowd, it created a, a unified hum, I'll never forget it, reminding Jimmy Buffett of the recitation of prayers in church during his altar boys days. His goal was to transport his audience into the sunshine on the beach, maybe even for eternity. He said, don't wait. Don't wait till you die and you think you're going to go to heaven or you do all these good works. Don't wait. Why not start now? Why shouldn't each of us who work so hard every day of our lives why shouldn't each of us experience Margaritaville, a touch of heaven on earth, a place of no worry, a place of no fears, a place of happiness, friends, singing, dancing, all in glorious community? Uh-huh, sounds pretty good to me. And why shouldn't he provide some of the sacred goods and services that would help people, each of us, find our own oceans, even if they were hopelessly locked inland by all the ties that bind us? The bottom line he wasn't singing about most of the time about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. He was describing the sobering compromises in real life. He and I both grew up Roman Catholic, and he makes no secret, Buffett makes no secret about his Catholic background. And like most Catholic boys, eventually, in the middle of the 20th century, Buffett would have been introduced to a serious way to the priesthood in an altar boy. And this experience plays an important role in a lot of his songs. Buffett pokes fun at the craziness of modern life and at taking life too seriously in his songs. Whatever this meant for him personally, it's clear that his Catholicism left an indelible mark on his imagination, as it did on mine, by the way. After all, there's more to life than money and profit. It's clear that in a deep way, Buffett internalized this outlook, which found expression in his celebration of the leisurely island and the beach lifestyle. When you entered this world, this Margaritaville, you were in thin, sacred space, a space as you are transformed to as you've been into some of the greatest cathedrals in the world. And I'm a cathedral junkie, I'll be honest. I've pretty much traveled all over Europe, here, much of the world, and I, I'm a cathedral hopper. I hop from stained glass windows to marble to pillars to you name it, saints, candles I can light. I love it. So, yes, I, I know what it feels like to walk in the back door of uh, St. Peter's. Uh, also, the, you know, St. Patrick's in New York, some of the greatest, and be transformed the minute you walk in. Put your fingers in that water and make the sign of the cross. Also, besides feeling like a th cathedral, Jimmy took us to the Cathedral of Mother Nature. You could experience the sun on your face, the wind blowing on your body. 
you wore happy bright clothes, the sand between your toes, the salty, beautiful blue ocean washing over your feet and your body. He transported us as a priest transports one to that divine, safe, glorious space where you feel connected, heavenly, one with yourself, one with God. Jimmy Buffett was one of the greatest divine incarnations yet. Jimmy Buffett and Margarita Vale. I totally understand the symbolism in his bright, happy-colored clothing because they were as the holy robes he and I saw growing up with the priests. His food was his communion. The gatherings were church or as a Catholic mass. His books were his Bibles, his music, the hymns. Hey, even President Clinton had the surgeon play Buffett in the OR as he underwent anesthesia. Just in case, Bill Clinton himself might end up on the other side in the divine Margaritaville. Buffett kept company and with pilots and philosophers, misfits, shady characters, presidents, celebrities, world leaders of business and countries around the world. Allergic to taking himself seriously, he owed his audience a two-hour vacation. He was the most positive person who ever lived, and he lived life as one adventure after another. Why can't we do this? Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's today pretend, assume, dream, embody Jimmy Buffett as our mentor. He spent his life putting joy into the world. We long for Margaritaville today. Look at the divisiveness in our country and the sadness and everything on the internet and social networking. And How about we long for that joy and happiness and playfulness? We all desire a guide, a high priest, a guru that will bring the virtues Buffett embraced throughout his incredible life, such as the power of ritual, awareness, kindness, Love, forgiveness, deep listening, no judgment, and he was one of the most philanthropic, charitable people that ever lived. His lifestyle, his products, his music, all integrated mind, body, and soul. He knew mind-body medicine way before it became popular. Most of his songs are simple songs about how we spend our lives. Jimmy Buffett's community wanted to go to the ocean. Well, he understood he was bringing the ocean to them. He was no longer just a singer. He was a tour guide. And you know what? Jimmy Buffett was a billionaire. He sold merchandise, clothing, food, books, so people could archetypally be in Margaritaville themselves, happy, carefree. He became a billionaire with his music, merchandise, restaurants, resorts, with his invitation for us to celebrate life to laugh, to play, and to sing together as we were meant to. Not just work at our jobs, pay our bills, raise our families, and say our prayers. Buffett's incredible success reveals in his fans an instinctual dissatisfaction with the demands of our modern world and a desire to get away, to escape, to laugh, to play, like we've said, to have fun. Jimmy Buffett has been able to tap the core of our human need. There's more to life than work and financial gain. And to close, the theology of Jimmy Buffett can be summed up in one of his most famous songs. Changes in latitude, changes in attitude. Doesn't that sound familiar? 
Changes in latitude, changes in attitude. Our world changes. These are his words in his songs. In this song, excuse me, this particular song. Our world changes at a pace that is often difficult to comprehend. We forget that life is often a laughing matter. We seek to control life instead of letting go and letting God. Sometimes we need to get a little crazy to survive. It's these changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. Nothing remains quite the same. With all of our running and all of our cunning, if we couldn't laugh, we'd all go insane. If we are not all crazy, if we're not crazy, we would go insane. Thank you for the privilege of your time today. Please join us at the mindfullivingnetwork.com. Also join us on social media, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Let us hear from you. We'd like to hear from you. We'd like to know what you want to talk about, join on a podcast. Just let us know. Just remember, the Mindful Living Network, knowledge is our mission. Take care, and I'll see you next time. I am Dr. Kathleen Hall, and this is The Way I See It.